Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style the young people are able to relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is the head pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Ebi Cathedral. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. blessed to be in the house of God this morning. Then put your hands together one more time for Jesus. Amen. Oh, oh. oh Lord, you know I have only one talent. But I don't want to despise my talents. Only one talent. I know someone who has two talents. Only one talent. And someone else who has five talents. Only one talent. And so, my Lord, I feel like hiding my gifts. Oh, 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 I feel like hiding my gifts when I'm in the midst of gifts and people. Oh, 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 Lord, I feel like hiding my talents. Oh, 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 I feel like hiding my talent when I'm in the midst of gifts and people. Oh, Lord, only one talent. Lord, others have more. Only one talent. Many more talents. Only one I need talent. to use what I have if I want to hear so well done. Only one Good and faithful servant. Only one talent. If I give you one talent, you will be just. Oh Lord, I have so many fears in me. Only one talent. I'm afraid people will laugh at me. Only one talent. And so I don't wanna be What I 
Amen. 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 
Can I have a shout from somebody with a voice? You may be seated. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Ask your neighbor, are you happy to be in church? I can't see that you are happy to be in church. I can't see that you are happy to be in church. Are you excited? Why? Is there a problem? Ask the person, is it, is it the time of the month or what? What, what is it? Even, even if it's a guy, ask him. So of course, some guys have their periods. Guys have periods. Tell the person, you and I, we are going to shout right now. Even as we are sitting down, let us shout and be excited. Amen. Yes. Now turn and ask the person, has life come? Do you have life now? Then ask the person, give me a smile, one of your smiles, your pepsodent smiles. This morning, I'm very happy to be with you. Tonight, I'm going to Botswana for Healing Jesus campaign. You'll be there soon. We'll be sitting on a plane. Yes. It's not a joke. You'll be there soon. And uh, I I just want to conclude the series I've been sharing with you so you can guess that the title of the message is faith now something happened to the body of Christ that has become a major disaster we are still trying to recover from. The church has suffered a major blow. Major blow that is very devastating. And I'll tell you about the disaster. The disaster is what the church and not the church pastors did with the most important ingredient in our Christian life. Look, we will sing, we will worship, we will praise God, we will even pray we will fast. But I want to tell you that faith 
is the most important thing to a Christian. Faith is bigger than prayer. In fact, it is faith that will draw you to pray. Faith, Laurie, is bigger than praise and worship. Faith in Hebrews 11 verse 6 it says but without faith without faith it didn't say without prayer or without worship without faith it is impossible to please God. I mean, don't you, don't you live to please God? Yeah. Hello? Don't you live to please God? Yeah. Is that not why we don't smoke and drink and watch pornography? Don't we have airtime on our phones to watch pornography? Why don't we watch it? We want to please God. When your friend offends you and you want to stop talking to her, is it not pleasing God that makes you want to now, you know, flow again as if nothing has happened? All the things we are doing, they are to please God. The Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's one. Another reason why faith is very important is that the just, we the righteous, just people, Christians, born again, we live by faith. Kai. Yes. That's how we live. That's how we live. We live by faith. The same way people live by paying, I mean, they live by money. Use money to buy everything. We also in the spirit, faith is our currency. The just. Hebrews 10, 38. The just shall live by faith. The first part. The just. In fact, another reason, oh, thank you Jesus, why faith is the, the the thing, the thing is that we are even saved by faith. It's the grace of God that has saved us. But it is through faith. Koshakataka. Ephesians 2.8 That's how come an evil person like me today can hold the microphone and present myself to people as a pastor. I mean, it is only the grace of God. But it is through faith. Because even as I'm preaching, when I see a certain girl, she reminds me of a girl I was chasing when I was 22 years old. My goodness! So that alone should let me drop the microphone that I'm a very bad boy. I I can't preach. But the faith I have gives me the strength to continue preaching. Otherwise, who qualifies? 
badness. Like, as I'm preaching and I've come here, I see, uh, what's your name? Alita. Alita's t-shirt has Good Friday in front. But you see, when I stand there and I see it, 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 it reminds me of star beer. The green, the green color reminds me of star beer. What a real message you're hearing this. It, it, it reminds me of beer that I've been drinking. Ah, sweating beer. So when I see it, I should stop preaching. Hey, hey, give the microphone to Bishop Kobe. He's a proper person. You are a bad man. Bad faith makes me continue preaching. Even though something I saw has reminded me that I'm a bad person. That's how we are saved. That's how some of us have been admitted into the fellowship of the righteous. Now, the disaster that happened to the church was that this subject of faith for decades was taught by pastors as something you need to get money to get a house to get a Mercedes Benz to get a visa it's like faith is like the like the 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 the, the key to prosperity. But my dear, faith is not the key to prosperity. Faith is the key to your existence in the church. That's why for weeks I've been teaching about faith. That's how we live. Now, last week I began to teach you a dimension of faith. Very important dimension of faith. Because I told you last week that the Bible we read is in English. It's in English or three or French. But the original language that was used to write the Bible was not English. The New Testament came to us through Greek, the Greek language, not English. This English you are reading is just a translation. Now, that word faith in the Greek language, the original Bible, the Bible Greek, that word faith is pistis. Pistis. The original Greek meaning of faith is pistis. Pistis. It's not an English word. It's a Greek word. Now, if you look at the meaning of the word pistis, like, so the just, the righteous, the Christians, the born again, the just shall live by pistis. For without pistis, it is impossible to please God. Hmm. For by grace are ye saved through pistis. Now that word pistis means 
among other things like believing belief and so on it also means fidelity fidelity that's the the, the the word if you look at the strong's concordance is it do you have it there my dear is it there fidelity the last one there fidelity very very so so so, so faith means fidelity of course it also means to believe but it also means fidelity and that word fidelity is faithfulness and I told you last week that if you go to Greece they are day to day Greek they speak in the market they quarrel with it in their torture if you go to Greece the word pistis in secular Greek means faithfulness or faithful. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm drawing your mind to I'm from, from something very mysterious like belief, believing, to also understand that faith also means faithfulness faithfulness that is without being faithful it is impossible to please God without fidelity yes faith is fidelity that that is the meaning it's not only to believe without so, 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 so we are saved by the grace of God but our salvation is through fidelity. It's through faithfulness. That's what the Bible says. Those who endure to the end, they are those who will be saved. Because you need fidelity. You need to be faithful to the end. So every Christian must learn about faithfulness. To be faithful means to be constant. The just shall live by being constant. To be constant means to be unchanging. That is faith. So you will realize that the men of faith in the Bible... The Abrahams and the Jacobs and the Isaacs and the Elishas and the Elijahs and the Enochs, they were not just men of faith as we know, but they were also faithful. God could depend on them. They were faithful people. They had challenges. I mean, David went to sleep with somebody's husband. Somebody's wife. But he said, God, I, want, I, I still want you. God liked him. He didn't change. Being a king didn't change him. He was writing songs as a little boy, a shepherd boy. Then he became a king sitting on gold. Yesterday I learned that a gold Toilet has been stolen in England. 
they are looking for the person. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like the toilet we sit on. The, the, the normal toilet. Toilet, toilet, toilet. Some of you, yours is wooden. Somebody's is ceramic. Toilet in the toilet. Yes. There's one that is gold. 18 karat gold. And some people have broken through to steal it. Golden toilet. So they are looking for that person. I'm sure by this morning, I'm sure they found the person. Yes. Kashota Kataya. Koshe Mahandalaba. David was sitting on a golden throne. It didn't change him. The just. The just. We live by being unchanging. We live. My, my brother is here. We got born again 35 years ago. 35 years. We have met girls. We have met, met Indian hemp. We have met beer. We have met cigarettes. We have seen money, smelled money. Pornography is on our phones, but we are still pastors. We haven't changed in spite of the girls who are chasing us. But some of you, if a girl shows an interest in you now, you will leave. Some of you girls, if an allergy comes for you now, you will leave the church. You will be a hajia by December. But, but that's why I said, the just, the just, you and I, the just, we live by a mind that I don't change. Pistis. What the pastor said offended me. But I'm still coming to church. Yes, I've been offended in my church. This church, Haba. Even today, I've been offended. But I, even this morning, I, I, I won't say, oh, I won't come again. So, so if you are a Christian, faith also means faithfulness. That is what will let Jacob. I said, Joseph, a young, hot-blooded boy standing in front of a naked woman would say that I will not sleep with you. I cannot do this. Because I'm committed. I want to be faithful to God. He said, how can I sleep with you and sin against God? If, if being committed to God is not on your mind, you will do it. And rather come and share a testimony of how Potiphar's wife gave you scholarship. A, a, a young boy from the village like me. Yeah, look at me. A boy from the village. Potiphar's wife favored me. Last night. Hallelujah! I couldn't believe it. I was in my room and she came there with a towel around her chest. I, I was surprised. I, I said, are you looking for me? She said, I'm looking for you, baby. Praise the Lord! God is faithful. Yes, my enemies thought that they had sold me. But God was about to make a move through Potiphar's wife. Praise Jesus! You, you, you won't believe how I got strength. 
For four hours we were on it. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus. He's good. He's good. That's more than Christian. Ah, ah, oh, so, sorry. You are not, you, you're not in this service, in the, in the gathering service. In the gathering service, a brother, a few months ago, he came to share a testimony on this stage. How he was writing his long essay in the university. And he, because of something, he couldn't write it and so on. And the supervisor called him. So what I'm, what's he, when I'm talking, you may think that I'm just cracking jokes. His supervisor called him and said to him that she has noticed that he's de- delaying with the work. So she is giving him somebody's thesis to change the name and the whatever it is and present it. Hallelujah! Clap your hands for Jesus. He makes a way where there seems to be it's a testimony. If it was you. But, but you see, when in your mind you are thinking of being committed to God, committed to holiness, you come and share a testimony like this in the church. One West African country, I'm talking about faith. The, the faith that we have, which makes us Christians, it also means being committed. We forget about that part and we always harp on believing God for money, for, 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 for a private jet. Believe God, sow a faith seed and receive something. Kaluna Mazata. Hey, I'm going to preach a message in the gathering service here. You should, you should find it today. A bad faith wild. So as you are here, God is expecting not just believing in him, but also being committed. That's why I'm very happy that, Nanaya, I saw you in church. Uh, 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 is, uh, is it uh, mommy? Uh, Nanaya, I saw you in church last Sunday. And you are here today. It's very nice. I'm sure your mother has upset you. Your father has upset you. Or you are, something is happening to you. But you are in the church. I'm saying that the faith that we have lifted as belief and believing and believe, believing, believe, our faith, I believe, also means being committed to God, to the church, to the, to the, to the values and to the things of God. Committed. And if our pastors had faith, they'll be more committed to their basentes and their zones. That's why I'm preaching today. I hardly have a voice. I hardly have a voice. But I'm so committed to you that I need to say what is in my chest. I can't be around and not preach. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have crawled on all fours before to go, and, to, go to church. I was sat in the church, shivering, headaches. I was sat here, here in this church. Uh, I've taken para. They're going to preach. I said, pass the para. Just throw it in my mouth and go and stand there and preach. Because I'm committed to the work I'm doing. Wow. But you, when you are in your period, you don't come to church. When you are not happy, you don't come to church. 
When your mother upsets you, you don't come to church. When you don't have money, you don't come to church. But when you were an unbeliever and didn't have money, you still walked to Accra Sports Stadium to watch Heart and Courts. Now, our basanta all night. If you don't have a listening device, we'll drive you back home. People are faithless. They are not committed. You give a person a center, the person just dances around it. She's not committed to the growth of a center. So always, the center, three members, two. I asked somebody today, how many people can say three? Plus the pastor himself, there are four. But ministry is not Ludu. It's not Ludu. Ludu is the one that we need four people. We are not playing Ludu. So, no, I'm saying that. Read your Bible carefully. The men of faith were committed to God's instructions. God told Abraham, kill your son. He took the son to kill his son. That's not faith, as you know. That's commitment. Faithfulness. God says I should kill him. I'm killing him. God says I should stop being a doctor and be a pastor. I've stopped. God says I should break up with this boy. I've stopped. I've broken up with him. God says I shouldn't buy hair. I should save my money for hair and buy an iPad so that I can have more books on my, on my, on my iPad. I'm, I'm committed to the instructions of God. I'm committed to the church. This is my church. Whether I'm happy or I'm sad, I am married to the church. That is, that is fidelity. In fact, we, we use that word fidelity actually more in, in, even in relationships. Fidelia. Fidelity. Being faithful. Yeah. Like I'm married, that's my wife. And I see this girl, I like her. I want to sleep with her. When I see I'm getting some feelings. When I see I'm having waist pains and so on. But so, because I'm married to this one, I'm not following this girl. It's called fidelity. Fidelia. And we are saying that in the body of Christ, in our walk with God, faith also means faithfulness. So last week, I began to tell you some of the things that will fight your faithfulness. One of them is independence. And I'm preaching from this book. Loyalty and disloyalty. It's a very important book. This is a faith book. This is a faith book. It builds your faith. It makes you behave well. Your behavior is a part of your faith. And if the devil wants to neutralize, see, thank you. See, if, if he can neutralize your faithfulness, it means you don't have faithfulness. It means you don't have faith. So you can't live as a Christian. If your salvation is hanging on a thread. So one of the things the devil has succeeded to do is that he has shifted our minds from faith, meaning faithfulness. And just to, just to, just to 
believe that faith means believe. So believe in God. So you can break away from the church and have faith that you will have members in your next church. But if you understood faith as faithfulness, the same way my wife and I can quarrel but we are still wearing our wedding ring, you will not leave the church because you quarreled. That's faith. Check it carefully. Pistis means fidelity. Fidelity. And he begins by causing you to be independent. It's like what we are doing doesn't concern you. Like today, honey, can you stand up? Sweetheart, sir, sir, can you stand up? Can you stand up? Can you? Can you? Like we are all wearing orange. Even this shirt, I don't know whether it's my son's shirt or it's my own shirt. But I found it. Sir, did, you, did you announce that we are wearing orange the following Sunday? Yeah. But some of you, it, 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 it means nothing to you. That's in the service. So, so even, even if you don't have an orange shirt, look for orange panties. Something. Your phone. So somebody has got his phone case is orange. So he's, he's holding it as his orange color. But it doesn't concern you. It doesn't concern you. You are independent. And it's the beginning of the loss of your faith. Please see that. Independence. Like we, are, we, are, we are building. In this church, we believe that all of us must join groups, centers, basentes, be a center leader. That's not saying you. That's not saying you. Just come and go. You're not committed. What you don't know is that, that's why I'm teaching you today, that you are actually eroding the, the foundation of your relationship with God. I'm teaching. Your prayers don't get answered. Because to you, Prayer means believing in God that my pregnancy is coming. My husband has arrived today. I'm married today. I'm getting a job. I've got a car. It's not a, God is also looking at your faithfulness. Look at for rehearsal. You're going to wear orange t-shirt to sit here. Independence. You are in a church that is into centers. It doesn't concern. You don't even want to find out if there's a center in your area to join. When do they meet? So, so me too. Can I also be a center leader? You are independent. The ne- get the message I preached last week. The next is offense. Yes. That's how the devil destroys your life. Eats up your faith. Makes you almost an unbeliever. Offended. When the pastor talked to me today, I was offended. The dancing stars were going to dance. He said they should leave the stage. And uh, boy, we are going to rehearse. I, I, I'm, I'm bored. Remember that your faith is finishing. Anytime you allow offense, it is, it is, it is eating your faith. Because offense will make... The next one is what? Passivity. Yeah, because the faith... Your offense will let you now. Okay, I won't, I won't, I won't dance again. 
They should take their microphones. I won't sing. You should take, take your church. I'm going to my mother church. Small church, you have come to what is it? Go. So, or, or if you don't leave, then they go and sit at the back. Not, not, not this one. These are workers. No, I, I, I've, I've been a pastor for 25 years. There was a brother, he was in the front. He began to move. Literally. I was reading one of the books and I saw it. I couldn't believe it. I said, but this is what happened to me in, in my cycle. He began to move. A main person moved to a third, fourth, fifth. Third, 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 third. Eventually, he went to, he was at the back. The next thing, he slept the church. The next time I saw him, he was doing this type of singing competition on TV. Passive. Passive. I, I won't do it. I won't get involved. What you don't know, you think you are doing something to the church, but what you don't know is that your faith is finishing. Soon, there will be nothing, you will be an unbeliever, as they have become. Because the devil, if he wants to destroy, you see, look, 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 listen to me, listen to me. Hardly will you find girls in underpanties and bikinis Dancing in front of you and sexual healing is playing in the background. It doesn't happen. If you are a guy and you think that some, 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 some sexy dancer is going to remove you from the church. Or suddenly you are drinking beer. Or you are smoking. No. Most of us here don't watch pornography. At least I don't live on pornography. I don't watch pornography. It's not part of my life. But my faith can, my Christian life can be destroyed. It's not just sex or pornography or smoking. By being passive in the church, I'm on my way to becoming just the way unbelievers are. Being passive. You start coming for rehearsals once in a while. Because what Auntie Grace did offended you. Then soon, you don't come. For rehearsals. Then you don't come and sing. Then you are at the back and you are out. So he begins. The first stage is independence. The second stage is offense. All of these things to bring you to the end. The same end that unbelievers have already arrived at. The third is passivity. And the next one is criticisms. It's called the critical stage. Critical. When you are in the church, you don't get involved, but you have something to say about everything. You have something to say about how the dancers were dancing, how the choir was singing, how the pastor, what type of church the pastor is wearing jeans, his shoe is not nice. What is this? Why is his wife? Is he a homosexual? He's always sitting by another man in the church. The church service is too long. Why should we, why should we come to church early? Seven o'clock. Why? Why don't you come at ten? Like, like nothing is, 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 is nice to you. And it's the beginning of a curse. In Numbers 12, verse 1, Miriam and Aaron 
also had something to say about Moses' marriage. Article. Making comments. As I'm preaching, then you whisper about, is this preaching? He's just talking. You are at the back. You whisper, Abba, is this the service you've been talking about? This, this, is this the church? Ah, but when they came to my house, I thought they were talking about some proper church. Proper church. Is this the church? There's really no ceiling in the church. Uh, wires are hanging there. Is this a church? And the pastor to why? Has he smoked weed? Why is he talking like that as if he's angry? If he's angry with his wife, why should he come and shout at us? Every day bus center. Every day center. Every day. What the, why are you, do you give us money to bus? Every day. Mr. Kobe is calling us. How many buses came? Which bus came? How do you, and he won't give us any money. I'm a student. How does he expect me to, to, to pay for the bus? Are they not making thieves of us? What you don't know is that your faith, every such comment is chipping slowly at your faith. I'm saying that faith in God is not only believing in God, but it also means being committed to God. It also means fidelity. Let me tell you something because I can go on. You can find something bad about anything happening. Anything. So don't let that be your preoccupation. Everything has something about it that is not nice. Because we are human beings. And Psalm 39 verse 5 says, Every man at his best is all vanity. It's useless. So this one, I've won my best, but it's useless. I'm preaching my best. It's useless. Don't sit there and criticize my, my, my grammar. He, he used the tenses wrongly. Yeah. One brother was invited to a breakfast meeting. A lawyer, he sat down with a pen and paper as the preacher was preaching, was writing notes. They thought that he was writing the verses and the points, number one. He was writing the grammatical errors. Oh, writing them down. Don't have that spirit. I'm saying that there will always be something to criticize about everything and anything. So that's not the point. Don't have an eye that sees faults and mistakes. But when the devil wants to finish you, he won't bring a sexy dancer. He won't bring a weed smoker. He will just let you start criticizing the church. Before long, you are the same as an armed robber in town because both of you are unbelievers. The next thing is political sage. 
Why this time, it's not just you, but you are gathering people. You bring people into what you are doing. That's politics. Politics is based on how many people you can convince to vote for you. That's politics. So if you are not happy about the way the singer sang, you are not happy, but you try to win more converts. So they don't believe in lady when she's singing. So whenever we call her, so that useless girl. But, 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 but by next four Sundays, it's not only you, but seven others also see her as someone who doesn't sing well. Now it's, it, it's left you. So the poison has seeped from you to other people in the church. So soon, it's not only you who doesn't believe in Basin, but 20 others also don't believe in a church where you have to come and call you in the morning. What type of church is it that you are in your house, you have to come and call you? Is it by force? It's by force. It's by force. Psalm 122 verse 1. It is by force. I was glad when they said to me, let us go. Let's go. Get up and let's go. That is how to work with God. Let us go. It's by force. If you are a Christian and nobody calls you into something in God, you are not a proper Christian. Somebody has to call you into something. For a rehearsal, church service, prayer meeting, somebody must call you. Always, one person is bitter. Like in Second Samuel, Absalom was bitter with his father. But eventually, he was able to gather Second Samuel 15 verse 3. See, thy matters are good. There's no man deputed of the king to hear thee. He was bored. Verse 4. Absalom said, Oh, I wish I was made a judge. Yeah, look at this carefully. 15, 4. Oh, that I was, no, fifth, go back to 4. Oh, that I was made a judge. I wish I was a pastor of the church. Yes, I would have preached faith better than what this bishop is doing. Is he a bishop? But, but who made him a bishop at all? Oh, that I were the judge. How I wish they would give me the choir for just three weeks. They will see growth. They will see choir. A choir is growing. Oh, that I was the judge. Oh, that I was the judge. Oh, that I was the pastor of the church. So anybody who had a problem would come to me. And I'll do him justice. You see, you see, it's a spirit that that makes you believe in yourself and not in God. Yes, it is. It is eating at your faith in God. You see yourself as great, and not the man or the woman that God has put there. Verse five. It was so. Anybody came to him, he took him and kissed him. Be nice. Nice. Verse 6. And in this manner, Absalom stole the hearts. 
He stole the hearts. So it's not only one person. Be very careful when you are in the church. Eh? Look out for people who pass comments that destroy your interest in the church. Comments that weaken your commitment. They are eating at your faith. Soon you will not be saved. Soon you won't please God. Don't encourage discussions. Look, any discussion you will have about this church should be discussions that rather boost your faith. Positive discussions. The next thing is deception. Deception. You see that? They are deceived. They begin to believe in lies. When your faith is being destroyed, you begin to believe in lies. You begin to believe that sin is right. You begin to have good reasons why you must watch pornography. Good reasons why you must not come to church. You begin to justify your actions. Something two years ago you would have called a sin is now justified because you are deceived. When your faith is finishing, you begin to think that you are better than the pastor. When you preach and people clap, you feel that you are, you are more anointed than Bishop Kobe. You sang a solo and after church, five people came to sing. Five people who don't understand music came to say you sang well. Suddenly you feel that oh, you, are, you, you, you are more powerful than grace. Don't shout too much. You can get there. Don't shout too much. In fact, closely linked to this is the next stage called the state of open rebellion. Where you are so deceived. I belong to a church. The church I got born again in. We have a group of friends. Some of the friends who either whether it is money or whatever, one of the ladies, she stormed into the pastor's office. And blasted the pastor. I've forgotten what the problem was. Spilled her guts. Banged the door and left. It's not been easy for them still today. The pastor is dead. He's dead and gone. When you are deceived. A brother of mine. A few days ago. I was told that he has posted something. On one of the fathers of this country. Something about whatever money issues and he has no credibility, whatever it is. On his Facebook page, you see this one is open rebellion. You are openly rebelling. It's, it's now, now, see, you have moved from, from discussions in your room under covers. Now it's open. You talk openly. You have become Satan. He put a pastor's picture and some narrative, something. I sent my text. I said, wow. Is this you? Are you an unbeliever? Do you know this man is a father? 
fear fathers. But you see, no, you don't just get there. You don't just get there. It begins with independence and offense and passivity and critical and become political and you are deceived. Now you can talk in a Some of you have openly quarreled with your mother. How did you get there? You must be deceived to stand in front of your mother, remove her wig and slap her with the wig. Something has happened to you. Your mother will put her face in her palm and sit down and be crying because you have been to university. You are a graduate now. You are in your room. Your mother calls you. You get out. What nonsense is this? They are always calling us. Yeah. It's a type of open rebellion. You are openly. Some of the things which are open rebellion, you, you, you don't use your mouth. Some of you sitting here are openly rebelling. No matter what we preach, you will never join in the things we are doing. Some of you can become singers. Some of you can dance. Some of you can become shepherds. Some of you can become leaders. Some of you can gather people. Some of you can bass. But we can talk till there's foam coming from our mouth. It will never change you. You are openly rebelling. And see, as I move on, it gets worse because your faith is finishing. You are now at the level of an unbeliever. I will repeat myself. Faith is not just believing in God. Faith is also fidelity. It is commitment. It's being faithful, being dependable, being unchanging. That's faith. That's faith. You see that Abraham did not just believe God. Isaac did not just believe God. Elijah who called fire. He believed that when he speaks that if I be a man of God, let fire come down. And fire came down. He believed. But he was also committed to God. Committed to God. When God told him, go and find Elijah. Elijah, he lived. He went and appointed his replacement. Because God has said it. Obeying God. No wonder. In spite of Elisha's miracle. Elisha did twice the number of miracles Elijah did. So in a certain sense. Elisha is a senior prophet. But in, on the Mount of Transfiguration. When fathers appeared. Elisha wasn't the one who appeared. Elijah was the one who appeared. Because it's not just how you can call fire or packed rivers, but it is also how about how you are committed to God. If you were a little committed to your quiet time, no matter what happens, you read a verse a day. No matter what happens, you read your Bible every day. Even what you call faith, your what you call faith will be boosted. Open rebellion. Openly they won't do. So she's in the choir, but now she sits at the back, doesn't join openly. Ah, but why not in the choir? I'm, I'm doing something. You are, you, are, you are with your friends talking, and they come to, oh, Bishop is calling you. Oh, that man again. That man again. You, you say it openly. 
you don't know is that that thing you are doing shows that you are an unbeliever. And of course, the last one is execution. That execution means that all the people in the Bible who were disloyal, who were unfaithful, they died. Absalom, he hung. Abner, sort of following David, when David was in a problem, he began to insult him. Shimei began to insult him. They died. He died. Joab, he died. He was, he was killed. Ahitophel, he was a pastor under, under David. Had been a pastor earlier. Because of David's problem, he shifted his allegiance. He was no more faithful. Today, if you go home and they ask you, what did your pastor teach? Just say that my pastor said, faith in God is not just believing in God, but being faithful to God, the church, the word of God, the instructions of God, and the life of a Christian. Faithfulness and not changing. Stand to your feet. Lift your hands, everyone. That's faith. Faith is not just believing God for a private jet. Faith is not just believing God for a pregnancy. Faith means being faithful. Faithful to your call, to your singing, to your gift. That's how come Grace is singing the way she's singing. She was faithful to the gift on her own. Without rehearsal, she can rehearse a song and fall asleep. Faithful, committed to the gift. She's not a preacher. She's not a dancer. She's not. She's a singer. So she's committed. But you, you sing. You exercise your voice only doing rehearsals. Lift your hands and pray. Lift your hands and pray. Lord, make me faithful. Make me faithful, Lord. Lift up your hands and pray. Speak to the Lord. Speak to the Lord. Put your hands down, every eye closed and every head bowed. If you are here today, you're not born again. Pastor, I'm tired of the life that I live. I want to meet Jesus if I was to die today I don't know where I will go I want to become born again pastor pray with me if you are here like that I want you to lift up your right hand just lift up your right hand wherever you are standing lift up your right hand and I will pray with you pastor I want to receive Jesus God bless you my sister I see your hand I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior if you are here like that lift up your right hand and I will pray with you if you've lifted up your hand, come to the front. I want to pray with you here, in, right here in front. Come to me.
come to me. God bless you. God bless you. Come. I see your hands. Come. Come to me. God bless you. Keep clapping for them as they come. up your hands and say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Father, I come to you today just as I am. I know that I am a sinner. But today I come to you. Please wash me, Lord, with the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. And please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please go with our pastor over there waving his hand. He'll speak to you briefly and then you can come back, alright? Clap your hands for them. It's time for the communion. Let's pray over the communion. Father, we bless your name for the privilege and the opportunity to participate, to, to taste of your body and your blood. As we take this communion, let the power of Calvary be released in our lives. In Jesus' name, Amen. Quickly, communion starts very, very fast. Just take one and pass it around very quickly. Very quickly. And we'll live forever. Sons of God. Hear his holy word. Gather around the table of the Lord. Eat his body. Drink his blood. Sing the song. And And we'll sing the song of love. Hallelujah. sisters brothers sisters we are one and our lives have just begun in the spirit we are young and will live forever sons of god hear his holy word hear his holy word gather around the table of the lord Everybody have the bread and the wine. Lift up the bread. This bread is the body of Jesus Christ. And Christ himself commands us to do this as often in remembrance of him. This is the body of Jesus Christ broken for you and me. As you eat it, may wholeness be restored to your body. May healing come to your body. May may your life be restored and made whole by the power of this communion. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. This is the blood of Jesus Christ shed on Calvary for you and I. This blood is a sign of God's never-ending promise to you and I. May the promises of Calvary be real in your life. Amen. The promise of eternal life, promise of deliverance, promise of salvation. As you drink this blood, may deliverance come to you in Jesus' name. Amen. The the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink it. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you. We are grateful for the opportunity to eat of your body and drink of your blood. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this communion. On the back of this communion, Lord, cause your power to flow in our lives. Amen. To flow in our lives. In Jesus' name.